Welcome to Proven and Probable. Today we're going to highlight a growth stage exploration company focused on battery metals and precious metals located in a mining friendly district of Montana. Before we begin, as always, I would appreciate if you click the subscribe button, click the bell and give us a thumbs up. Now on to today's interview. Joining us for a conversation is Michael Raleigh, the CEO of Group 10 Metals. Mr. Raleigh, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Maurice. Glad to be back. <laughs> Glad to have you back on the program, sir, to get us up to date on the latest exciting developments on the high-grade polymetallic Stillwater West project located in Montana. Before we begin, Mr. Raleigh, please introduce us to Group 10 Metals and the opportunity before us. Sure, I'd be glad to. Group 10 Metals is a growth stage exploration company. We are pre-resource. However, as we'll talk about here in a minute, um, we're about to debut uh, three resources at our Stillwater West project. In total, we have three district scale assets. Uh, two of these are PGE nickel copper. One of them is high grade gold. Um, and the, the two of them, one of the PGE projects and the gold project are effectively for sale at this point um, to focus on the Stillwater project, which is what we'll focus on today. Uh, the Stillwater West project, a remarkable opportunity. Uh, we got it in 2017 um, and quickly advanced it based on the database. We drilled it in 2019 and we just drilled it uh, just finishing a matter of weeks ago and those results are pending. The potential that we see there and our focus is on um, proving up this plat reef potential. By doing that, we're basically completing a process that started in the 1970s. Um, they went looking in the Stillwater District, in the Stillwater Igneous Complex, for platinum when America needed catalytic converters. And they took parallels from the Bushfeld District of South Africa, which is the source of most of the world's platinum. And they found the JM Reef deposit, which is actually in the exact same place in the stratigraphic layers uh, at Stillwater as it is at Bushfeld in the parallel system. Um, now, what's interesting is that the Bushfeld went ahead with the development of these massive nickel-copper sulfide uh, PGE mines in the lower portion of the Bushfeld complex in the 1990s. And that was never continued in Montana, even though the parallels were fairly well known and, and were even talked about in technical papers. So in a sense, we're just completing that, um, that example. We're just bringing that, pro completing that process and bringing that thinking back to Stillwater from a known comparable system in South Africa. You know, for anyone new to Group 10 Metals, they've been working very meticulously on the Stillwater West as the company continues to demonstrate its proof of concept. And the results to date, as with each press release, have been nothing short of exceptional in what appears, as you referenced, to be the next major plat reef discovery. Mr. Raleigh, Group 10 has just announced the completion of mapping and sampling, yielding what has been a recurring theme, more high-grade results on platinum and palladium. In addition, your latest release, it discussed a very large induced polarization survey conducted on the property. Now take us to the Stillwater West and provide us with some context on what these early results from your 2020 program may indicate. We had a fantastic year on the ground at Stillwater. Um, we began early in the year with some studies based on drill core at the shack. We moved out in the field in April and May. You've got those results already from the earlier stage targets that we identified in the soil survey we did last year, actually. Some very high-grade results in those in those early areas. Uh, we then moved to bigger programs at the most advanced target areas, um, and that's key to our strategy. We have a lot of lot of targets, so we're focused on 
converting known mineralization at those three most advanced target areas to our first formal resources of the project. And then on expanding that drill defined mineralization into these untested adjacent highs that you can see in our figures. So we're looking for both grade and scale here, and that's been the priority in our work. And we're blessed in terms of our database that we're starting on second or even third base in terms of, of getting there. So this year's program, our biggest yet, we drilled five holes, totaling more than 1,800 meters in the Chrome Mountain target area. Uh, and that's a in addition to drilling that we did at Camp and HGR, the other two most advanced target areas last year. And in both cases, we are, in all three cases, we're driving the exploration models and expanding uh, known mineralization. We now have more than 31,000 meters of drill data, and we're on track to debut our maiden resources uh, early next year. Oh, that sounds The target exciting. here, I'll just maybe throw in a little bit about the, that Platte Reef-style target, because it's, uh, as mentioned, it's the Mahalakwena and Ivanhoe Platte Reef uh, model from South Africa. So these are big disseminated sulfide systems, nickel and copper sulfides, tens and hundreds of meters thick and kilometers long and rich in PGEs um, and also gold. And we also see cobalt in the, in the system at Stillwater, which is something they don't have in the bushveld. Michael, the global demand for clean air is on the rise with an obvious explosion in the demand for electric vehicles, battery storage, fuel cells, and so much more that the U.S. government has been prompted to add a number of your commodities on the critical metals list. In other words, these are mineral commodities that are vital to the nation's security and economic prosperity. The Stillwater West is a polymetallic and a potential source of several of these battery-grade metals, such as nickel, copper, and cobalt. What can you share with us? It absolutely is. It's, it's fundamentally a nickel and copper sulfide system. Um, that is basically the Platte Reef model. Uh, it's enriched in PGEs and cobalt and gold as well. Um, specific to nickel, nickel, battery-grade nickel is nickel sulfide. Um, so we have what Tesla and the other EV companies are looking for. There are very few projects with potential for grade and scale uh, in the world in this regard. There are not many magmatic systems out there uh, of any size. Um, and Group 10 shares one of the largest and best geological formations in the world, the Stillwater Igneous Complex, um, with, this, with the majoring producer, um, uh, our neighbor, Sabanier. They operate three mines right beside us, and they have a smelter refinery complex in the district. Their mines are the highest grade of their type in the world, whopping 80 million ounces of palladium and platinum at more than half an ounce per ton grade. So there's a lot of metal in this system. Um, and, uh, and that has to speak well for, for our chances um, as, as we get into that lower portion of the system. Um, in addition to nickel, the U.S. has listed PGEs such as palladium, platinum, and rhodium as critical and also cobalt. And that's with a view to securing domestic supplies and reducing dependency on Africa and Russia and other countries for supply. So we're not only in some of the very best rocks in the world for these target commodities, um, we happen to also be in a U.S. Uh, district that is a producing mining district, and that has to be beneficial for Group 10. And you somewhat alluded to it, but you also have the infrastructure. That is paramount to the success of this story as well. Absolutely. Our neighbor is mining just a few hundred meters north of... Mm -hmm. um, of one of our uh, target areas. Sorry for the interruption, folks, but I do want to remind you, everything we're covering today with Mr. Raleigh, you can find in the description box below. And if you like our content, 
I would appreciate if you click the subscribe button, click the bell, and give us a thumbs up. Now, on to today's interview. Now, Michael, to date, each press release has been a complete success, in, in my view. Tell us more about the results to date on the other precious metals that make up the portfolio, beginning with gold and then rhodium. What have you discovered on the Stillwater West? Uh, gold's a good one to discuss because we have it broadly in that Platte Reef-style basket um, across the 25-kilometer span of the project. So by co-product, I mean it's at, it's at co-product levels. Um, our value split at Stillwater is probably a third nickel, a third palladium and then a third the other and gold is in that other basket but we do have one area of high grade gold at Stillwater, which is running more than eight grams uh, per ton it's a nice grade it's drilled in the 80s drilled in the 2000s we've block modeled it there it's not a resource that we can advance immediately this year we are working on it and i think we'll bring that on the table in the future it is open for expansion, and um, our work with the soils in particular showed high-grade gold in soils two kilometers to the west of the drill-defined high-grade gold at the pine target. So there's some very good expansion potential there. We also identified similar levels of gold nine kilometers away in the magmatic layers of the HDR target. So we've got a new model, a new understanding of gold mineralization at Stillwater here that's very exciting um, and takes it away from what was thought to previously be contained to a shear zone. Um, and we're, we're looking forward to reporting more on that. Uh, we did some good work on that this year. Rhodium is very strategic, um, as there is essentially no mine supply in North America to speak of. There's very little. Um, and we announced, as you saw earlier this year, I think we talked about it in one of our interviews previously, mm -hmm. um, we show good rhodium co-product values across some size. Um, and that would be immensely strategic in North America. Rhodium, I think you just said it, is, is uh, $14,000 per ounce today. Um, it's back up at its, uh, its highs. And like palladium, that's due to um, persistent um, supply deficits year after year. And what kind of grams are we looking at uh, from the previous press releases? We're looking at about 7 grams per ton, 6 grams per ton, somewhere in that range? We chipped a rock that was uh, nearly six grams per ton rhodium, which is the highest I've seen. Um, and that certainly speaks to the potential for grade. Um, the highest grade rhodium mine in the world is less than half a gram per ton. Um, so it's rarely at those high levels. Uh, that's the UG2 reef in the Bushveld, South Africa. The great majority of other rhodium producers are running at 0.1 gram. Um, even sometimes 0.2 grams per ton. And that's the range that we're seeing um, in those results we poured in drill core. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't ask uh, this two-part question. When can shareholders expect the maiden resource to be published? And where do you think it will put you in relation to your peers? We have block models developing on five target areas. Those are presented very nicely in our materials. The focus is on the most advanced three, and those are the discovery camp and HGR areas, um, they've got the most drilling and it's holding together really nicely in terms of continuity and, and grade. We're going to incorporate this year's drill results and then do our best to get them out quickly. So we're looking, I think, at an early 2021 release date and we're looking forward to providing more details on that. In terms of our peers, it's hard to find a direct fit and of course it's, um, we do not have published numbers to, to, to talk about yet. Um, but in broad terms, if you look at our current peers, we have the PGEs that, say, a generation mining has, 
Um, but we also have nickel that they don't have. Um, and I guess another point that separates us is that we own our asset 100% and they have a 51% interest mm -hmm. uh, to date. Um, another peer might be Canada Nickel. Uh, but again, it's not a direct comparison as, as they have limited PGEs so far. Um, if you could just blend those two in terms of geology, then you're getting somewhere closer to the Platte Reef model um, that we're looking at, which is really, you know, Ivanhoe's Platte Reef mine um, in South Africa. Leaving Montana and moving on to Ontario, Group 10 has a portfolio of projects, any of which could be a flagship for an explorer. With gold resuming an upward trajectory, update us on the Black Lake Drayton project in Ontario, Canada, sir. Very interesting things happening in the district out there. Treasury Metals has done a fantastic job of consolidating the rest of the district. They've um, purchased effectively the Goldland deposit. So they now have, between their Goliath and Goldland, now consolidated, they have th over 3 million ounces and a permit to build a mill. It's one of the largest undeveloped gold projects in Canada and North America. It's very attractive. It's right beside highway, power, all that good stuff. Um, and we share the district with them. We have the remaining one-third of the district. We have all the same geology, 127 holes in the database. We're getting a lot of interest in this asset now um, from some very good parties. And I think that reflects the move in gold that you mentioned and also a quickly accelerating M&A environment. So I'm optimistic to see what we can do in that regard. Our objective here would just be to get some value for it. We're not getting anything, I think, on our on our balance sheet at present for it, yet it's a really good project. We'd be glad to have a very good share position in the gold space, for example, and let somebody else advance it um, so we can focus on uh, Montana. Yeah, it'd be great for organic growth and no more shareholder dilution with any finance down the road if that comes to fruition. Absolutely, yeah. All right, sir, switching gears, please provide us with an update on the current capital structure for Group 10 Metals. We've got uh, about 145 million shares out at present. Um, our price has just moved up nicely the past few days. Uh, we're about a 50 million market cap, I think. I actually haven't calculated it recently. Uh, key point is that we have 4 million bucks in the treasury and we have $11 million of in-the-money warrants. So we are presently funded through everything we need to do this year and potentially even next year, if you assume those warrants come in. Um, we do have some key news events on the horizon that are going to drive the price, uh, and uh, that would be drill results, which we expect to start receiving shortly. That will be ongoing over the next couple of months. Um, the final results from that IP survey, which was fantastic, and I think people can look forward to some updated uh, promotional materials with uh, lovely pink images from that survey. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and, of course, the, the resources, ultimately, in the new year at some point. Um, and those would be major catalysts. I don't think we'll have to do a placement before then. Um, we are in some very good discussions with some big players in the industry. And uh, if, on the right terms, we see the right opportunity to bring a strategic partner in, we will do that. Um, but so far, we see a lot of value we can add here as well first um, before we look at further placements. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? Uh, we should probably touch quickly on the Yukon project as uh, our neighbor, Nickel Creek Platinum, has a new CEO. Um, that deposit, formerly known as the Wellgreen deposit, now the Nickel Show deposit, 
they seem to be putting some attention to again. Uh, it's a great district. This is one of the largest undeveloped uh, nickel-copper PGE deposits in the world. And the, the whole Klawani belt is good. And we, of course, are the largest landholder in that belt. We currently have some interest in one project of the four that we own in that, um, in that group. And I think we'll see that accelerate in the coming weeks and months. Mr. Raleigh, if someone listening today wants to get more information on Group 10 Metals, please share the website address. Yeah, I'd be glad to. We, we try to do good work and we always stand by it. So please feel free to reach out. Our website, uh, www.group10metals, G-R-O-U-P-T-E-N-M-E-T-A-L-S.com. And info at group10metals.com will get us as well. Mr. Raleigh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, sir. Wishing you and Group 10 Metals the absolute best. Group 10 Metals trades on the TSXV symbol PGE on the OTC symbol PGEZF. Group 10 Metals is a sponsor of Proven and Probable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message. Before you make your next bullion purchase, make sure you call me. I'm a licensed representative to buy and sell physical precious metals through Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments. We have several options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery directly to your home of gold, silver, platinum, palladium, and rhodium to offshore depositories and precious metal IRAs. Give me a call at 855-505-1900 or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to Proven and Probable for mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.